When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Over on the far side, Finance Tycoon led by a length and a half, the Astrologist, and then September run under pressure from Rock and Horse and Swats that on the near side. It's Home Affairs held together, led by a length and a half to Lost and Running under the whip, then Snap Dancer, Counter Rupee, Levante, and further back is Poland as they reach the clock tower over on the far side. Rock and Horse, the Astrologist, together with September run on the near side. Levante led them, but it's over on the far side. Rock and Horse, Rock and Horse in front. It's going to be an absolute boil over. Rock and Horse won the new market from the Astrologer's September run. And then for fourth swats, that's there with Artorius Lavonte. Yep, Rock and Horse has stunned them in Australia's timed, honoured and marquee sprint race, sprint race down the famous Flemington Strait. She has picked them up and dropped them at their own game, sprinting the last and only other NZ horse trained to win the race, 1987, Lockyer won it. Yes, the same year David Kirk hoisted the Rugby World Cup. So who are the good guys here? Well, there's Pam Gerard, who has trained this mare to be a star she is. There's Mike Moroni, who put the Polish on her across the ditch. And then there are the owners and breeders, Sam and Katrina Williams of Little Avondale Stud. Cat is wheelchair-bound and founded the Catwalk Spinal Cord Research Trust, which has helped more people than we could imagine. She made the mammoth journey from the Marston base to be at Flemington on Saturday, and you'd have to assume it was worth it. Sammy Williams, he was picking up the last of Little Avondale's work at the Karaka Yearling Sales and making his way home. Sam is one of the most passionate, exuberant and genuine people in racing, and together they could not be more the good guys. Sam is with us this morning on the line, and I bet he is still on cloud nine. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ozzy. I tell you what, yeah, I am still on cloud nine. <laughs> it's um, it's actually only oh. just starting to sink in now. Um, the wind, <laughs> you know, it's it's just been unbelievable. But I'll tell you this, you know, Katrina, um, she is in a wheelchair. She's a tetraplegic, and um, um, she decided uh, last week that she was going over, and um, she had a bit of a mission getting there. But when she arrived on course, she rang me up and she said, you know, no one here is going to know about Rockin' Horse. But by the end of the day, everyone's going to know about her. Oh, and I, I mean, it's quite a sick sense, but I tell you what, they all do. They sure do, mate. They sure do. Did, did you envision this? Were you, were you pitching like you just spoke about it? No one would have picked it. $95 on the odds. $95. So... Surely you and a lot of friends would have, would have yeah, would have had a little 
fill up over the weekend. But, mate, did you envision this leading uh, into Fleming's on Saturday? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, uh, I, I tell you, I, I, I was the stupid one. Um, I thought, um, I backed there the night before at 30s, and I thought, shit, that's good odds. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was the mugging, but I tell you what, a lot of people have made a lot of money off her. So I couldn't even believe the odds, um, you know, the head to head. Um, Levante and her, I, you know, there's some amazing odds, yeah. but um, what a race. And, and Pam and Mikey, um, they're at Matter Matter and their team, you know, they did an amazing job. And, and Pam kept asking me, you know, how fast does she have to be? How fast, how much faster are they over there? Um, we knew that she was pretty slick, you know, and we know she can run fast sectionals, and she's proven that here in New Zealand at Trentham. Um, so, mm. you know, it's always going to Australia, taking them on at what they do best in racing, and that is sprinting. And and in their time on a race, um, it was a bit, of, of, you know, of the Everest, I, I guess you could say. And um, but you never, you can never win if you're never in, can you? So yeah, what mm. the heck. Hey Sammy, it's it's Tony Kemp here, mate. Um, well done on that win. Uh, you know, I was just telling the boys this morning that um, I wanted to watch the, the horse being walked back in and Katrina come down. Sort of, you know, it was really emotional scene. The scenes there. What does it What does it do for little little Avondale? This win um, for you and Rocking Horse. Oh look, yeah. You know, um, this year at the sales it was uh, our 81st uh, yelling sale. And I guess that's, you know, the longevity um, in this game is only franked by um, success on the track, isn't it? And, um, but uh, look, this win is huge. Uh, it's huge, not just for Little Avondale, but for the breeding industry in New Zealand, that um, our horses um, are up to that international level, um, that we can compete. And, um you know, the Kiwi, it doesn't matter what sport it is, um, they always, you know, put their hand up when the big challenges arise. And, uh, yeah, look, it, it's enormous for the industry. Um, it certainly has turned some heads over there, I can assure you of that. Um, look, I tell you what, the, the Australian trainers, the number of them that have rung me, that have texted me, um, and not just trainers, agents, owners, has been just incredible. And, um, yeah, quite humbling, to be honest. And what yeah. about you? What about yeah. you, Sammy? Did you, um, you know, apart from seeing Rocking Horse win this, did, did you see the the I guess the Pur and Canto that sort of um, journey and about what it, you know what it could be like now that and now that it's won that reality, what what is that going to do um, to your big boy? Oh yeah, Tony, um, it, it, it's put a um a discussion in front of me to um you know this coming breeding season which is still a few months away um but we'll have to contemplate his service fee uh, going ahead you know he's another year older and um, we'll certainly be looking after him as far as numbers are concerned um and wanting to reduce them uh so we'll have to uh, look at that um but it is amazing uh in his cv um, his fifth Group 1 winner. Um, he's never been a stallion um, that has been sex-biased. And, and what I mean by that, he can leave a filly and a mare and he can also leave a, a colt and a gilding, you know. And um, uh, and they've got over distances, mainly at sprint level. 
but um, he can leave a horse that can get up to 2,000 metres. I mean, Charm Star, she went over there. She ran second here in the New Zealand Oaks, and then she ran second in the Queensland Oaks. So he, he is a quite a versatile stallion. But, uh, look, the phone has... There have been people ringing up saying, don't forget to let our mare in. So, yeah. Hey, hey, Alan did <laughs> it book... It has been a challenge. Alan did book our mare in, didn't he? He did book it in before the, before the weekend, surely. Yeah, 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 he did. Yep, yep, yeah, he did. Uh, I can't remember what the price he agreed on. I think it, uh, yeah, coming down the back drive, isn't it? <laughs> Good man, Sammy. Kempi, Kempi, always working, eh, Kempi? Love it, love it. Hey, mate, just take us back to the race. It, the far side, obviously, they, they split as soon as the race started. Was there any worry with most horses on this side? You thought this was the better side of the track? Were you a bit worried throughout the race, or were you kind of... Just knew you had it in the bag. And when did you kind of click, okay, we could win this? I, I watched, um, we were driving home from Caracas um, because we mm. still had uh, three horses to sell on Saturday morning. And um, uh, I was listening to the races and I pulled over to watch, I think it was race three, because it was down the straight as well. And I just wanted mm. to see what the track was doing because she drew barrier three and and um, so anyhow, um, they did run down the inside rail and it looked very even, um, even about five tramways off uh, off the running rail. So I thought, oh, well, um, if that's where they're going, perhaps we have drawn the right way. When they split, I thought, oh, God, all the big guns, you know, Mass Crusader, Lost and Running, Home Affairs, Levante, they were all over on the grandstand side. Um, so... But if you, when you watch the race and you saw those white lines that run across the track on the TV, they were very even until the 600. And then the inside started moving ahead of length. And actually, it was quite interesting. Uh, Mike Moroney and I talked about it last night. Levante and Ro- uh, Rock and the Horse were pretty much uh, at, at, at the same, uh, in the same position at the 600. So, um, yeah, but the inside... Um, group, they did uh, put their foot down a little bit earlier. Oh, I think the others are a little bit um, just a bit shy of taking on home affairs when he was out in front with James McDonald on board. So, yeah, look, when she did start pulling ahead, uh, um, we started screaming, but when she started to make a move, and um, unfortunately, we'd stopped it. Well, no, not unfortunately, but we did stop at Turangi to fill our cars up and uh, we shot around to the pub to watch the race, and uh, yeah, everyone in Turangi knew we were there uh, when she uh, got to the 300 metre mark. I can assure you, some people were looking at me going, "Excuse me, uh, shush." Hey, um, Sammy, they, they, there's a rumour around here that you're a massive Israel Dag fan. You've got a horse named Izzy. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, oh well, I was actually I was hoping uh, Bears might have bought Izzy out to the yelling sales, and uh, um, we did have a cult there. And um, it's out of a mare called a store, and his name's Izzy. So I thought, oh, this will be a perfect marketing tool to sell, sell this horse. He's in. If I can't uh, sell this horse to Bears and Izzy, oh, I'll be, you know, I'll go he. He's actually a half-brother to Desert Lightning, who flew home in the uh, Group 1 yesterday for fourth in the two-year-old race. Um, but, yeah, gee, Izzy, I'll tell you what, next year I've got another one. I've got a full brother by Pierre and Canto. You just have to come out next year. Make sure you bring that uh, man bag. Full of cash, and uh, we'll sell it to you. 
Hey, just tell me how to get to that back driveway, mate. Like Kimpy, I'll be there. <laughs> it's never locked. There you go. So you can sneak in, and we'll go around at midnight to see Perengando. <laughs> Sam, Sam, yeah. Sammy, thanks so much for taking the call today, mate. You, um, you're a highlight of our Saturday mornings on ECNZ. And I don't know if you'll like this, but I'll tell you anyway. Yesterday at Ellerslie, just kind of talking to the racing folk around there and just kind of everybody, we, we, our jaws were still kind of on the floor and, um, the reason we say good guys always win is because yeah, quite often they don't, really. Mm. But when they do, you want to savour it. And everybody at Alizee yesterday, mate, was so thrilled for you. And just curious, like, you, you and Kat obviously have done business a certain way throughout the years as, as your tenure there. And yet you've, you've made a lot of friends and people really respect Little Avondale and what you're doing. Do you kind of feel like this sort of thing, a, a big win here, is reflective of that, the way you've treated other people and the way you've gone about your business? Oh, Louis, it's very kind of you. Um, um, I think, as I said, you know, you, you like to um, just be as transparent as you can. And and the one motto that we have here is LA big on winning, but you've got to make it fun. You really have to make it fun. And um, yeah. you've got to involve people. And if you don't, it's going to be pretty damn boring. So, yeah, look, we just love having fun and involving other people around us. Mate, quickly before we let you go, Sammy, uh, where does this sit amongst uh, your achievements today, uh, to date, mate? Are you, is this right up there? Is this the pinnacle? Uh, well, I can tell you what, Izzy, the, the trophy's sitting on my desk right now, sitting in front of me, so that's where it's sitting, and that's where I'm sitting, yeah. just looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how good, mate. Congratulations, uh, mate. You thoroughly deserve it. I uh, look forward to meeting you one day, because Louis sent me that video when he said, I think I've got you a wee horsey. It's cool, isn't he? It's meant to be. So, hey, wherever we chat, I'll give you a call very, very shortly. I might need to win a few races, though, because I had a horrible weekend on the racing punt. Anyway, mate, congratulations, Sam Williams and Katrina Williams. Little Avondale racing stud and the win over there, rocking horse, beating the champion horses over at Flemington. Congratulations, Sam. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. See you, Sammy. There we go. There he is. Heartwarming. That's awesome. Mm. Great interview. I love it. I love it, mate. That's what it's about. Yeah, good work. I love your little angle there, Kimpy, eh? What have you got going on in the back? Mate, well, mate? you know, geez, I, I, we did talk about Purinkanto too. We did talk about Cinerama going to Purinkanto, I think. I don't know whether Alan made that phone call to Sammy before the weekend. Uh, hopefully he did. Um, and we locked in a price because I tell you now, it won't be the same price. No. No, it won't. And that's that text there um, from Jerry. How, how does this win affect the value of your filly well probably again you've just got about yourself a bargain and um he's so versatile that Perincanto. they do take a little bit they're not necessarily up and running two-year-olds they're not necessarily your caracamillion winners but once they get going and i love that detail there about he can throw both uh fillies and mares and also colts and geldings and um lost and running was the other one we didn't even get to ask sam so lost and running is by Perincanto as well and we've been blown mm. away that lost and running has been winning these big sprinting races in australia from a new zealand stallion now it wasn't even lost and running so this was total house money and the fact that it's a a mare i mean her progeny is going to be worth so much and and i meant it like they're great people is he they really are Mate, well, what is it like? He was probably being quite humble there and didn't want to really share, but like, what would this do for Little Avondale Stud? 
Like, you know, they're up against the, the big guns. They're in Masterton, so they're in you know, a part of the world where horse racing's probably not as big as Waikato or, or Cambridge and Matamata, you know? Like, what does this do for little Avondale stud? Well, this is, it's actually really interesting. And there's a Racing Tales of the Turf I did with a man called Gerald Fell, who um, his family's been involved in, in racing and breeding for so many years, and especially down that part of the world. Because you've got to remember that the yearling sales before they were at Karaka were at Trentham. Because the horse, the thoroughbred horse population of New Zealand was spread across New Zealand, so it was the central location. But the horse population started moving north to the Waikato, so lots of race that your thoroughbred racing down in the South Island studs closed up, and people like Gary Chittick, who who uh, with Waikato stud, ended up actually selling their places down there in Masters and around the central districts and moving up to the Waikato. Mm. But um, Sammy and, and Little Avondale, they've stayed down there. The, the land is extremely fertile; it's amazing horse country, and they've stayed down there what does it do for them well their reputation is already so high but winning a group one in your colors at flemington on a premier day it doesn't matter how high your reputation is Coolmore did it with home affairs and we were buzzing and we got sir peter valor on the show it doesn't matter how, how high your reputation is you do that it's another echelon it's another notch to the belt and and that's why it was so cool chatting to sam this morning on businessy for breakfast if you missed that interview go have a look at our podcast channels we're going to be back shortly we'll put the racing to the side for a second let's talk some rugby league kempy was here calling it with sammy hewitt we're going to get his take on the warriors round one matchup over the weekend against st george illawarra here with chemist warehouse great savings every day when making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.